Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast, appearing this week's PGA Tour action at the American Express down there in Coachella, California, La Quinta, California, whichever place you want to call it down in Southern California, where they're going to score a lot of birdies and hopefully not a lot of boogies. That's how it's going to take place this weekend. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. My co-host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Some fun golf there in um, Hawaii. This past weekend, but uh, how's everything else going with you? Oh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, how about your boy Siwoo getting it done? I liked it. I had a lot of Siwoo last week. I didn't have I enough did not. sixes. I did not. No, I didn't have enough sixes. saying his name, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I didn't have enough six of sixes, but I had a lot of Siwoo that helped a lot of five and sixes get home. I'd so, say. Um, yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. But uh, it was a weird week because some of the big dogs, you know, Tom Kim uh, didn't get it done. Sungjae didn't get it done. It's Jordan um, Speed. Speeth went full Keegan. That was <laughs> now the like, full did you, Spieth, apparently. Yeah, now it's full. Did you watch that? Did you watch any of that? No, I didn't. Oh, I just my. saw your tweet. And it was musty. It was musty TV. Like it was, it was full Jordan talking to himself for at least nine holes. It was amazing because he had a bunker shot that didn't get out of the bunker. Like just everything that could go wrong, and then on eighteen just blew me away. Like all you had to do is basically, like he had to birdie eighteen, which is one of the easiest holes in the golf course. And he just launches his drive so far left that basically took birdie almost out of play. I'm like, dude, you, all you have to do is get there in three. And most guys get there in two easy. Just put it in the freaking fairway. Yeah. What are you doing? It just yeah. made no sense. to what He was completely unraveled. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch much this week. I uh, wasn't super interested. Uh, I, I, the golf course is okay, but it's not like yeah. a – like Tory Pines, you know. It's not like a Tory Pines. No, it's not like a Tory Pines. Uh, we'll get plenty of that for you guys next week. I, I, I can fill you in on a few nuggets there. But uh, um, the uh, the Sony was interesting just because a lot of the young kids that we like to root for that they they all, they all showed up. You know, Buckley almost got his his one. You know, Putnam had a big Saturday to put him up towards the top. He's on the young kid, but he got his. Um, a handful of guys played very very well. It's kind of a to me. It was more the. Um, big names that didn't play so well that kind of yeah. even Hideki played well but not well enough Connors kind of turned it on the weekend uh, got it done Mackenzie Hughes missed the cut that was he was just disastrous um there's a couple guys that just blew up a couple times but then one of the highlights this is where I loved having the cuts back is Austin Smotherman for 6300 bucks less than one percent rostered you know he's two under on Thursday I'm like sweet we're doing good um or he's four under I think and then he goes he has two double bogeys on Friday, he's going into the last hole, even par. The cuts at two under. Eagles eighteen. <laughs> he stiffs like his second shot. He stiffs within five feet. I'm like, oh, this is great to have back. It's so great. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, he hits uh, yep, five feet nine inches. Yeah, it was awesome. I was made it there. to make the cut. Of course, I wasn't watching it live because it wasn't available live. So I was watching it on my shot tracker on the phone, just like praying, make the putt, please. He but, shot four uh, under, two over. Yeah. Because he wins four hundred Thursday, he had two double bogeys. That's it. The rest are all pars. He had all pars on the front all the way through to twelve, and then made a double par, double par, par eagle. 
What a round of golf, my friend. What a round of golf to get to the weekend and do next to nothing, but still make the cut. Unlike Ryan Armour, who just had to make par in 18, again, the easiest hole, of course, to make the cut and give me a few of six of sixes. Instead, he goes and bogeys 18 to make it even better. So. Yeah, I'm uh I'm just glad that like you know because I mentioned Spieth as being the uh, the pivot off of uh, uh, Chalky Tom Kim last week and I was kicking myself after that first round that I didn't play. I played Tom Kim, I didn't play Spieth, uh, and I'm just glad I, I missed out on that tilt. Uh, it was it was just so much fun to watch because I did have a lot of Spieth. I figured price point and everything, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was it was it was the Sony. Let's put it that way. You got kind of a little bit of everything. Got super windy. The PMAM wave worked really well. If you did go waves, um, lots and lots of bad weather throughout the weekend or throughout the Friday that made things change up a bit, but. Other than that, it was a normal, normal Sony to me, and heads us to California now. The California swing. We got uh, we got the Amex this week. We got Tory next weekend. I believe it's Pebble the weekend after, and then Phoenix. I think they flip flopped them for the Super Bowl. They're gonna they mix that up. So it's because the Super Bowl's a week later. Got to have uh, the the waste management a week later. So we'll see how that plays out. But um, we got three courses this weekend, Jesse. Yeah, we have a pro am this weekend, mm-hmm. Jesse. Uh, what do you have for some past event history on this? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's not the funnest. It's a really good field this year, thankfully, but it's not the funnest event on tour, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So last year, Hudson Swafford uh, won. He was twenty three under, two shots over Tom Hogue. Uh, Siwoo was the champion in twenty twenty one. Twenty three under, one shot over Cantlay. Uh, Andrew Landry uh, won in twenty twenty. Twenty six under, two shots over Answer. Adam Long was the winner in uh, 2019. 26 under, one shot over Hadwin and Mickelson. John Rahm was the 2018 champion, 22 under playoff over Landry. Uh, Hudson Swafford, 2017, 20 under, one shot over Adam Hadwin. Uh, Duffner, past champion. Uh, don't Jonathan Vegas, I know he's in the field. Bill Haas, I don't know if he's playing or not. Uh, that's about all you need to know, really. Sucks Swafford don't be here since he's on live nowadays. I forgot he went that way. Yeah. Yeah. I remember 2017, like I actually played him on DraftKings. Uh I, I remember this a lot of this golf tournament. There's some like yep. incredible stuff really in this golf tournament. If you think about John Rom versus Andrew Landry, yeah. 2018. Yep. And then Adam Long hits that wild shot. And Adam on, Long was like plus two something. He was like that he was supposed to be in the tournament. Yeah. I think he was a Monday qualifier or something. Yeah. And he and he hits it like a kind of wayward drive and has this really ridiculous lie on 18 and then hits a hell of a shot uh, to beat Phil. And then Andrew Landry actually gets it done. Siwoo champion. And then fucking Hudson Swap. Like there's some big time betting numbers that have won this tournament. Yes. If you look at like Andrea Landry, I know was more than a hundred to one. Swafford was at least the first year. I don't know about last year. And Adam Long was 200 plus and see, was probably, you know, 75 or so I would think. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one caveat this year is we have a loaded field. Yeah. It's a very so, good field this like year. the best. It's pretty much ever been. There's, um, I believe it's six or seven of the top 10 in the world. And like, um, it was like 12, I think of the top 20 in the world, something like that. If I read last time. So that's going to make this a whole different tournament. We have not, this is usually kind of a Passover. Like guys go to Hawaii and they get ready. Well, it's a pro aim too. People don't want to, yeah. Six hour plus rounds, man. It's like even when I go to Pebble to watch Pebble, I get bored after a while because right. it's just like it's just come Slow. on, let's let's go. Like it's yeah. come on, because I, I I play ready golf. I like to get through my round of golf within like four and a half to five hours if I can. Like that's cool. If it takes longer, it is what it is. But like let's keep moving. 
it's a little different in the pro-am setup but with it being a pro-am slower greens easier yeah. pin placements this is a, that's why the scores are in the mid-20s most of the time as jesse mentioned it's um it's three courses they'll play we'll each get you get around thursday friday saturday with the final event being at uh, the final sunday uh round being at uh tpc the pete die course uh i just totally just stadium course tpc yeah. stadium course um the Pete Dye course. And that's the one everybody looks to focus on because that's the only uh, shot tracker on. So we'll get two rounds of that if your guy makes the weekend. Um, it's, a, it's a cut after three days, right? It's a three after three days. Uh, so everybody's play three days. Uh, they'll play the stadium course, La Quinta course, and the Nicholas course. Um, they're all par 72s. They're all under 7,200 yards. La Quinta's barely over 7,000 yards. It's the easiest of the three courses. Uh, they all have four par threes. They all have 10 par fours. They all have four par fives. All the par fives are very, very gettable. Uh, the par fours, a lot of them range between 350 and 450. Uh, the par threes are very, very important because uh, the stadium course, especially the par threes, are some of the hardest holes on the entire golf course. So that comes into play as well. Um, the biggest defense out here is you will get some wind and some weather once in a while, but for the most part, it's the water. There's water uh, between the three courses combined. There's water on a little over th- a third of the holes uh, on the stadium course. It's it, they built it to mimic TPC Sawgrass. It's Pete Dye course also obviously so like yeah, there's an island green par three and then there's a lot of holes with water on both sides that come into play so a lot of it's just stay out of trouble because the rough won't be bad because it's a pro-am they don't want that to be an issue um you're still obviously always better out of the fairway because you can spin the ball and control the ball and with very gettable pen placements that's a big time benefit so don't get me wrong there but you can still bomb and gouge and have some fun because it's a it has been wetter than usual so i don't know if it'll be as runny as it's been in the years past because it's a desert area so right. usually in California, we don't get rain. So this ball will run and they probably have great um, drainage systems. I'm not going to doubt that because I saw that at Torrey firsthand yesterday. And wow, that was impressive. Um, but it's not going to be like, you know, burnt out waste management style stuff either. So I'm still going to stick to my normals. Like I want to give me, give me fairways, give me a good approach game in. I will look at like, you know, opportunities to look at DK scoring because that'll be big when you only have we have a three day cut. You're going to need those DK scores in a big, big way. Um, but all in all, it's just kind of stay out of trouble. You can look at Pete Dice Specialist, see who's one of them. Like those guys do very well at these courses. But all in all, um, the one thing I did forget to mention, there are a ton of bunkers on this course. So that can be like the one defense. They shouldn't have an issue because the greens are pretty much average to above average in size. But if they get, you know, a little squirrely, the bunkers are some of the tougher bunkers on tour. So that's something to keep in mind. But I don't see it being an issue for some of the best of the best. This is a birdie fest. And as one John Ron would say, and you probably heard it everywhere you listen to content, this is a effing putting contest. And he said that in the middle of his round one the last year, he was pissed because it's basically who can get hot with a flat stick to the nth degree is going to yeah. run away with this thing. So keep that in mind. What stats are you looking at on this one, Jesse? Um, so a lot of similar stuff to what you just said. There's, you know, the, the problem with the course history here is, you know, you're really only getting two rounds of shot, uh, shot gain dat- data. Um, and so it's kind of sketch. I mean, it's basically like your resort course. Let's, you know, see, see how many putts we can make, uh, kind of thing. But I, I agree with like the opportunities or proximity, greens and regulation, that type of thing. Uh, one other thing I will mention too, before we get into it is, Keep an eye on the weather. Uh, right now, the um, like forecast is not bad for most of the days. The Thursday, when I was looking earlier, it said PM showers, obviously subject to change over the next few days. 
but these guys also like <clears throat> they start on three courses, so it's not like it's an AM PM wave. I believe everybody kind of goes off within about four hours of each other, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah could be wrong about that, but um, but you know, so a lot of subject to change until you see that uh, you know that that forecast for sure. You know, Wednesday evening. Oh, and the other, the last goofy caveat, because it is a pro-am and you get three days in here, is unlike most events from what I was reading earlier, and I'm surprised, I thought it changed with the rest of the world, but it did not. After the three-day cut, the top 70 make it to the weekend, uh, to Sunday, I should say, not to, not to top 65. So an extra five-plus guys will make it to the weekend, potentially, and in a field of around 150 golfers, that's telling you close to half the field makes it to Sunday. So keep that in mind. That's why I like to focus a lot on DraftKings scoring this week because you need those birdie machines and right. bunches. And even par fives, they should all score on par fives. But if you want to look at Eagles on par fives, you need to get take advantage of this golf course. And lastly, if you're playing Showdown, this should be easy to figure out. Play La Quinta and then Jack and Stadium in that order. That's the way I would approach it. Now, if you want to be contrarian, you play Stadium because you can score on Stadium. You can. Just not as easy, but they'll be right. long. Keep that in mind. All right, let's get into it. DraftKings scoring for the American Express Championship. 10K and above. Again, loaded field. John Rahm at 10.8 is still too cheap. Uh, Scheffler at 10.5. Finau 10.2. Cantlay 10.1. Xander 10K apparently had the MRI. Apparently he's fine. I will not be playing Xander until I know he's fine. Yeah, you can. I mean, pretty much eliminate him off not to mention his course history here is not i mean it's miscut miscut and his two appearances that was obviously five six years ago now it's hard to believe that 2017 was six years six years ago but um yeah i i would wait and see i mean maybe if he says his back is good but you know are we going to get any information on that before at any point probably not because that's just how the pga tour is um but yeah, the four guys above him, Rom, Scheffler, Finau, Cantley, all playable. I will say Cantley, ninth, second, ninth mm-hmm. in his three starts here. Um, and has been playing solidly. I I'll be interested to see kind of some ownership projections, but you can kind of play the ownership game up here. Obviously, John Rom, I mean, it's hard not to play him. Um, but will he get mad about it? I don't know. You know, so the other two, Finau and Scheffler, I think are totally fine too. But like Cantley is kind of where I'm focused at the moment. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Cantley fan, but I'm with you on this one. And he plays well in Pro-Ams. He's done it in, in Pebble, too. And that's it sounds cheesy, but, like, Jesse and I understand it. And people that play golf, like we said earlier, the six-plus-hour rounds. Like, it's not for the normal person. To, like, that's why right. Jason Day loves these tournaments to certain guys because they don't mind, like, talking to some dude from Invesco. And, like, they, they, they're, they're, kind, like they're, they're fine with that. So, um, yeah, it makes it much more interesting there with Cantley. Uh, he's sixth in the model for what that's worth. But – to me, Rom's too cheap. If you want to play Rom, just eat the chalk. Like he's he until it's like otherwise, he should be in the elevens. Even twelve K would not offend me with John Rom. He's just that good. Like make people make a decision on him right. at ten eight. That's not really a decision. If you want to play him, it's easy to play him. So you can go there. Uh, but Cantley's the guy for me. Out of the other two, though, with Fino and Scheffler, if I have to decide without looking at ownership because don't really have it yet on a Monday, I'm kind of looking at Scotty. That's what I'm looking at because if you look at past events, 25th, miscut third here. You got Fino, 40th, 4th, 14th, all fine and dandy. But with Scotty, I like the way he's kind of coming into this. You know, he finished at the third at the Worldwide, ninth at Houston, took the time off, but then seventh again at Century. We're seeing him trend back into what he did, given Fino's been amazing. So it's like, 
it's like kind of grasping at straws, but I think that's what keeps maybe Shuffler the lowest rostered out of those four we've talked about because we're just kind of Xing Xander out. So that kind of makes it interesting to me if I have to like throw those scenarios out there. Yep, I agree with that. All right, 9K range here. You got Sungjae at 98, Willie Z at 96, Tom Kim at 95, Sam Burns at 94, Brian Harmon at 93, C. Woo Kim at 92, Cam Young at 91, and Aaron Wise at 9,000. Honestly, with the with the field of three days, uh, Jesse, I don't mind fading the top 10K guys and loading here if you have to. Yeah, I mean, I think this range and the next one, I've got a lot of guys checked off. Sungjae at 9,800 um, has not finished worse than 12th here ever um obviously that price is getting to where you really need to get inside the top 10 in order to pay off but tom kim coming off the missed cut he did miss the cut here last year um so i mean i i you know i don't know about going i don't know if like i i think you'll get a lot less ownership on him this week the buzz is it will die down a bit um so i think he's fine sam burns uh missed the cut here 2021 sixth the year before that and 18th the year before that i'm just gonna play sam burns and about everything especially at this price like with these guys that he's around down here, I like that price a lot on Sam Burns at 9,400. And then last but not least, uh, Brian Harmon played here a shit ton, finished third here last year, eighth year before that. Has another third place finish back in 2017. And um, played uh, the Sony Open, made the, made the cut there, finished 31st, about mid-pack or a little bit better at the Tournament of Champions. So he's playing solo golf as well. Yeah, Har- I love Harmon at 9,300 bucks. Pete Dye specialist, you mentioned his – Event history here has been great. You mentioned his recent form. If you go farther back, second at the RSM, second at the Worldwide Technology, playing just really, really good golf. So I like Harmon quite a bit. It's going to be tough for me to get back on Siwoo. He plays great at Pete Dye. He plays great here, but coming off a dub always concerns me a bit. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, I like Willie Z. He looked healthy again in his last go-around, which makes me feel a little bit better about things. Um he finished 11th of the century. You know, it's, you know, everybody makes the cut type thing, but it was good to see him back out there Finished sixth here last year. So I think Willie Z at 96 is interesting. And then I'm hoping Sunjay comes in a little overlooked. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for. He usually doesn't. That's the downside. You know, he missed the cut last week, 13th of the century. If we want to talk uh, history, 11th, 12th, 10th, 12th in his four years. Um, he's very, very consistent here. We know Sunjay is a birdie machine when things get going now are things going right now that's a big question but um he's fourth in par fives like he's very very good so i think coming off the miscut sungjay is a guy i'm really looking to target here based on ownership to maybe put with like a brian Harmon or something um the one guy i want to ask you about what are your thoughts on cam young yeah i mean uh, you know he's he's fine finished 40th here last year um 13th at the tournament of champions i i, I put him in the kind of the same bucket as Sam Burns, obviously, you know, trying to narrow it down a little bit as yeah. far as like the guys that that I, we talk about on here else because I mean, obviously, these, all these guys are legitimate golfers, but um, the price is is low on him, so I, I just anticipate most people seeing his name and being like, hey, "Yeah, I'm gonna play him," because he's he's got the name recognition now, but also too, that's a that's a pretty good price on him this week. Okay, cool. Eight uh, K range, we got Taylor Montgomery at eighty nine, coming off another really good weekend. Cam Davis, Putnam, Thigala, Hoagie, KH Lee, Hadwin, Wyndham Clark, Pendrith, and Post. And again, like you said, AK is loaded too. So what do you yeah. like here? I mean, I pretty much like everybody from 89 to 83. Um, Taylor Montgomery, I, I expect him to be popular, but I think that's fine. He's got two straight top 15s uh, coming in here, and and he has made he has finished inside the top 15 in every tournament since the Fortinet all the way back in September, minus the Houston Open where he finished 57th. But 
uh, playing really good golf. Cam Davis had a solid week last week, finished third here back in 2021, which was his last start. Um, hasn't missed a cut in, in three tries. Uh, finished 31st last last week um, at the Sony. Andrew Putnam, 8,700, has never missed a cut here. 14th, 21st, 10th, 34th, 17th. So solid finishes for him and hasn't missed a cut on tour since all the way back in July at the Barracuda, playing really solid golf, coming off a top four last week. The Gala, um, I'm just going to play him every week. Doesn't matter. 33rd here last year. Uh, he did play the tournament champions. Not great, but his last start before that was second at the RSM. Hoagie was the runner up here last year. Uh, this is kind of what started a bit of a, I think, a hot streak for him, if I remember yep. correctly, because yep. he played well also at the waste management, didn't he? Yes, he did. He plays well at Pebble. He loves Pro-Ams. Yeah, he plays he, really well in these formats. Well, so he finished second here, missed cut, and then won the 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 pebble beach, beach. yeah yep. so he must be a he must like people yep he's um, yeah, a likable guy it seems like i guess uh chatty guy uh he's gonna be high on though um kh lee 8300 he just I talked about him at the tournament champions does well in these like kind of birdie fest events finished 27th last week finished 7th the tournament champions 8300 bucks i like it yeah, we're on a lot of the same pages here. Like Montgomery's gonna be chalky as chalky can be, I think, from people catching on to how good he is. He's great though. If you want to go there, I don't I don't mind. He's gonna get tons of birdies, that's what he does. But I think Cam Davis is a great pivot off of him. I had a good week last week. He likes these smaller courses like we talked about. And it's also a course that if he does want to pull out the driver, it's not as penal without the rough situation. Just avoid the water. Um he's second in part five scoring in this field. Uh he's he's great and he's ninth in birdie or better, tenth in opportunities gains. So he's gonna have a lot of chances to put birdies in the hole. So I like that a lot with Cam Davis. Love Putnam because if we're talking a putting contest, Jesse, Putnam's your guy. So uh, I have riding him last week. He's he's a machine. So I, I like Putnam quite a bit at 87. Don't mind your Thigala thing because he's a totally like he's going to go 20 under or he's going to go three over. That's what he's going to do. So I'm yeah. with you there. I like Hoagie still. I'm curious about the ownership. Everyone thought he'd be chalky last week. He wasn't. Uh, I think he's just super talented. His approach game is amazing. He's eighth in DK scoring. Um, he's third in par fours, four to four fifty, which is one of the main ranges we're looking at here. So I like Hoagie quite a bit. And you mentioned KH Lee. Uh, that's the last guy I'll mention here, but he loves TPC courses. He loves birdie fest, as you mentioned. And to, to build on to what you said, he's 10th in the par fours, 350 to 400. He's ninth in par three scoring in this field. So it just fits this, this setup very, very well. I know it's a touch like setup with three courses, but for what you're looking to attack, similar courses, KH Lee plays this very, very well. So, yeah, tons and like to like this AK range. We even mentioned them all, and you'll hear arguments for all these guys. So, um, I guess one more I do want to mention is JT Poston at eight thousand dollars. He put together another really good week last week. Um, finished twenty first, kind of fell apart on the weekend. That's three straight twenty first place finishes for JT Poston, and um, he's also T twenty five miscut, T thirty seven, T seven miscut. So when he contends, when he makes it to Sunday usually finishes very well when it comes to DK scoring. So I just want to mention Poston because he always comes in low-owned. So he could be a way to be a little different if he needed to be. 79 to 75, Jesse, you got some big names with Rose and Day and Fowler up top, and then it kind of goes down to like the Todds of the world. So what do you like in this range? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a, an odd range in my opinion. Um, Denny McCarthy at 7,800. Sixth here last year, miscut the year before that, 48th, miscut, miscut. So – Kind of sketch, but did have that, you know, sixth place last year. Coming off a made cut at the Sony, finished 31st. Hasn't missed a cut on tour since August. Uh, Harris English, man, um, 
I swear I saw him. I, I I was expecting when I clicked on his name to see that he finished like really well last week, but it's not the case. Uh, finished seventy third, made the cut. This didn't on the on the weekend. He's shooting. Was it par seventy last week? Wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So he so he was in tied for the lead after the first round, sixty five, and then seventy, seventy two, seventy two on the weekend. Not great. I mean, you're losing a shit ton of strokes when you're shooting over par at uh, in Honolulu. Um, but he's coming off injury. Obviously, that 65 is very promising, in my opinion. Um, you know, a lot of times what happens with these guys is they'll have one really good round and then kind of fall apart the rest of the tournament when they're just trying to get back into the groove. And uh, so Harris English at, at that price, 7,600, like that quite a bit. Chris Kirk, 75, um, finished third, I think, solo last week. Hit it really well. Hit 80% of the greens. Um and his driving accuracy is leaves a lot to be desired, but 7,500, I think he's fine. I mean, he's played here a lot. Not great course history, two out of three made cuts, but when he has made the cut, he's finished inside the top 20. The yeah, and the one thing I forgot to mention earlier is um, guys that win here, usually contend here, have played at least one round in Hawaii before they come here. So that's something to keep in mind because we're about to get in some people that have not. And right. I'm not saying that does not rule them out because these guys play well here, but – it just goes back to like, you know, you, you're playing golf, your current form, you're, you're being competitive. There's a lot to be said about that. But right. with that being said, I'll start picking guys that didn't do it. Um, I, like Jason Day and Justin Rose just stand out to me at 700 bucks. Like, why are they 700 bucks? Well, we know because we're, it's because it's, it's the name, man. Yeah. It's like, I'm with it's you. Just, it's just, it's just wow. Cause you look at him like Day, you know, he missed the cut of the RSM, then 16th, 21st. Justin Rose, 29th of the RSM, 9th at the Houston Open. So they both finished the year playing decent golf. This is a place they know very well. If they come in low-owned looking on Wednesday, I'm going to have some Justin Rose and Jason Day. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm not in love with it by any means, but those are like leverage plays to me that I'd rather go that direction than like a Ricky Fowler or something. But I digress. Denny McCarthy stands out for, for reasons mentioned, but uh, he, he's, he's interesting. P. Raj, I'm in. 7700 bucks. Oh, is it, uh, oh, it's a Patrick Rogers week? Because there's a couple things. He likes playing in California, and he likes playing in these pros. He plays pebble well all the time as well. When you look at P. Raj down here, uh, well, his T40 miscut T64 here. He likes playing pebble very well. But um, his recent form coming in uh, yeah. to, in the fall swing, 10th, 16th, 27th, 3rd. It's really good for him. Playing really consistent, good <laughs> golf. And You know what a lot of those were? Birdie fest. Yeah, here we are. Um, just and you can tell how well he was playing because I used the last 24 rounds and we've talked last week and we will continue to until we get a better sample. I thought he can be wonky, but in this field, sixth and birdie are better, last 24th, eight and par four scoring or par five scoring, first in DK points, sixth and around the green, fourth and par three scoring. All things we want to see, given like I said, sample size is weird here. Playing really, really good golf, so I like him. Joel Dahman's another guy. You talk about a birdie fest, a guy that's one of the best fairway finders on tour. If you're going to have easy pin locations out of the fairway, I like Dahman a lot at 7600 bucks. usually gets overlooked. Uh, you mentioned Harry English. I like him as well. And the last guy I'll talk about is Alex Smalley. Uh, he's 21st in my model, but um, finished 25th here last year and the first time he's played here. And then um, his current form, missed cut last week, but then fifth at the RSM, fourth at the Houston Open. I think he just missed on the number, or he's like one sh- stroke off last week too. So Smalley at 75 is a guy that when he gets going, can get a lot of birdies going too. So I like him at 75. What do you like from seven to 7,400? Uh, Lee Hodges at 7,400 finished third here last year. Does have two consecutive missed cuts. They were back in the fall swing. So hasn't played since. Will Gordon 
dude's playing a lot. Um, you know, played really well in the fall swing, made the cut last week, 27th, and then uh, has decent course history. Finished, he made the cut in his only in his one start here back in 2021. Now he finished 64th, but uh, Lipsky 14th here last year, coming off a fourth place finish. Um, seems like he might be getting hot. H- SH Kim talked about him a little bit last week. 12th place uh, last week at, at the uh, Sony Open. He's never played here. Um, ben Griffin, he's just playing solid, Great solid golf. golf. Yeah, I mean, 12th last week and, and had a really good fall swing, a uh, bunch of, you know, made cuts and in top 25. So I think he is fun as well. Ben Taylor is another guy. For some reason, the model likes him now. He's missed two consecutive cuts at this event, but is coming off a top four last week. And does have a third place finish at the Houston Open back in November, um, so he's he's playing really well too at seven thousand. Yeah, it gets fun down here. I'm with you on Will Gordon for the reasons you mentioned. Lipsky as well. Two guys like I love to play when they're especially in the six K range. Now that people are kind of knowing who they are, it'll be a little different. But I like both of them. Um, Steven Yeager is always a GPP play for me because when he gets on, he's a birdie maker. He's great on par five scoring, but he can also get a little wonky on his approach game. So that'll be uh, interesting to see. But he, he's an interesting on him. Luke List as well. Um, usually plays Pete Dyes decently. And when you look at lists, 22nd and 21st here the last two years, I know I mentioned him at the the Century, and he showed up with a T11, didn't play last week. So I think List could be a guy that can come in a little under the radar here. If it, and it's a One thing, it's a putting tournament. So uh, be careful with Luke List, but if he's putting it close. Of course, history's not terrible, though. Yeah, so I like him a bit there especially at that price point. Uh, ben Griffin, I have been playing him all the time. I talked about him last week. He's just lights out and needs to be priced up a little more. And then if you just want some flyers down here, I got Ben Taylor, Nick Taylor as well, another guy on the Pro-Am circuit that's good. Benny on, I wanted to mention him. He's 7100 bucks. Uh, he finished eighth here in 2021. Last year, I had to go to the Corn Ferry to get his things right, got his tour card. And then um, when you look at what he's been up to, Benny on, he finished 12th last weekend at the Sony. Missed the cut at the RSM, 53rd at Houston Open, missed cut at Worldwide, 17th at the Bermuda. Sounds like Benny on to me, folks. So that's, but this is a guy that can win on the PGA Tour at 7,100 bucks. I'm interested. And then Grayson Sig as well at 71 is playing really, really good golf. So uh, I like him at 71 also. 6K range, who you liking? Uh, start with with Carl Yawn at 6,900. Um, three straight made cuts for him. Finished 20th last week at the, uh, at the Sony EVR at 67 wow. wow yeah i mean 56 here in his one start coming off a, a may cut alfred, alfred dunhill you just never know with him it's just up and down but for a gpp he's fine harry hall is my last pick at 66 47th here in 2021 coming off a 27th place finish last week uh one guy i did want to mention that i forgot because i forgot to highlight him but i was looking at him earlier He's at 76 is Thomas Dietrich. I played him all fall swing. He's coming back from that hero challenge over there in Europe. Um, he's he's very, very intriguing to me as well. Uh, 6K range. Um, Chun on you is playing actually some really interesting golf right now um, at $6,900. 21st last week, 54th the week before. I like him. Uh, Sam Ryder, if you want to look at past event history, would be an interesting guy who's made five straight cuts here, nothing better than a 29th, most of them in the 40 range. But he will get you to Sunday, which isn't as valuable because it's only one day as it used to be, but someone to think about. I like Dougie Gim at 68. He had a good week coming back. Bramlett playing really good golf, 54th last week, 64th, 9th, 63rd. So he'd be a guy to look at. 
other than that, though, it's uh, if you want some long shots, which I don't mind in an event like this, Tyson Alexander's 32nd, 62nd, second at the Houston Open of, of late. So he'd be a guy to, to circle at uh, 6,400. And if you want an uber punt, Eric Cole, 61st, 39th, 35th, 27th. He's made four straight cuts. So he's getting the job done. But I'm not in love with a lot of it. But if, this is the kind of event that 5 of 6 into Sunday, if it's a good 5 of 6, can be actually pretty darn good. So yeah. if you want to punt and get some more high-priced guys, I don't hate it at all. Ryan Bram would be another guy at 6,100, basically yeah. stone men. He, he made the cut last week. Um and has made the cut in both of his appearances here, which was in 2020, 2017. Not great finishes, but either way, you're, he's 6,100 bucks. Like just for the purpose of uh, like just looking for guys in the 6K range that DK score well, last 24 rounds, the best guy in the 6K range is that Chung on you. He's 6,900. Other than that, you go down to like like 24th is Sam Ryder, Justin Lauer is 25th. But a lot of the 6K guys don't even rate out that well when it comes to DK scoring. So keep that in mind as we kind of, it is a strategy if you want it, but I don't know. You, you still hope they get you there somewhere, but right. you never know. All right, let's recap things. Jesse, 10K range, who's your guy? Uh, can't lie, so I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, we, I'll, I won't say wrong because that's too easy. So I'll say Scheffler to be different. Uh, 9K range. Sam Burns. I'm going to go with Sung J.M. I'm going to plant a flag there and pray. Uh, 8K range. I'm going to say uh, K.H. Lee. This is a really good range. I'm yeah, going to go with Tom Hoagie, but I feel bad cheating on my boy Davis. Um, 75 to 79. Harris English. I'll go with Joel Dahman. That's the dude I want right there. Uh, 7K to 74. Will Gordon. Um, give me... Give me Ben Griffin, and then six K range. Carl Young, uh, Carl Yawn. I, w- I will say too that Sam Ryder has never missed a cut here. That's good That's intel by you there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah. So if you don't want to go that one, uh, Chun on you. I'll go there because like I said, he's he scores on the DK world at worst, and that is a uh, big coming down below here. I don't condone cash this week for that much right now because it's basically a no-cut event is what it feels no, like. We can, you can start it next week, even though it's fucking two courses next week. Yeah, for, uh, yeah Farmers, I'm, I'm definitely – I'll play cash at the Farmers. It's doable. Like it. It's doable at the Farmers. Yeah. Uh, don't play it at Pebble, and we'll go back to Waste Management and do it there and pretty much be able to do it the rest of the season. Right. Um, but if you're starting a GPP, which is interesting this week, how do you start things out? I'm going to say, you know, Cantlay, KH Lee, um, and – you know, you can throw somebody in there like your boy Patrick Rogers, man. I mean, if it's Patrick Rogers week, seventy seven hundred yeah. bucks, thirty machine. Um, <laughs> let me go with uh, Sungjae, Brian Harmon, and Tom Hoagie. Fill in the blanks with your cheaper pieces. I like it. All right, let's get into the fun part here. DraftKings Sportsbook, who do not sponsor us, is just a great site to get your they your odds for it. Yeah, they think good odds right here. Um, <laughs> it's all in one spot. It's super easy. Like it's yeah, really no, it's accessible really and nice. Um, I even saw, okay, this is funny. Actually, I had to say this. I saw an ad on some website I was on today, some sports site, and, um, it showed an ad for DraftKings Sportsbook. It said, sign up in California, go and play in Arizona. <laughs> it was encouraging like how to work the system. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, they knew I live in California. Like, yeah, you can't play. We can still sign up here. Then I, go can't play be- in Arizona. I can't believe California doesn't have legalized sports, but I mean, you guys can smoke weed on the side of the road, but 
They tried to, uh, well, I won't even get into it on the show, the right. advertisements to stop sports betting on because it was voted on this last year. It's crazy. Um, it was, it was, it was amazing. The stuff people came up with that are so full of shit. Um, all right. But here we go. You know, John Rahm is six and a half to one. And yeah. I can't argue with that at all. No. But, you know, you got Tommy Kim's down to 25. Who do you like in this one? Uh, Burns at 35, I think is, uh, is decent there. Cage Lee at 55. Um, I mean, you know, long shots have won this in the past. Will Gordon, hundred to one. That's not bad. Um, I don't think English is ready to to win in a hundred to one, so I, I don't know about him. But like Kirk at one ten, it's not terrible after he played pretty well last week. Ben Taylor's at one thirty. I don't know. I, I you know, it, it's hard to to not see Rom winning this as good as yeah. he's playing. I mean, but then again, like, is he just going to win everything? No. No, he'll have to slip up. He'll have slip up, you know. especially if there's ever an event to slip up his personality, it'd be this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With the, how long it takes to play, he can get so pissy so quick. I guess I'm surprised he plays. What? I think it's part Make of the new agreement. I think it's part of the new agreements they're making. Man, like they're they're trying to load up these these smaller events. Amex must be paying him. I mean, he's been here like almost every year. Yeah, I think there's there's you know check check the bank accounts. There's always something. Always yeah. something. Um, I like Cam Davis at 50. I'll say that much. 50 to 1 for Cammy uh, is intriguing to me. But, yeah, you're looking for the longer shots. The Will Gordon's not bad. I think Joel Dahman at 100 is not bad either. Uh, the way he finished the year playing much, much better. Um, I, I don't think Dietrich is a closer. He's the European female. He plays so well, and his Sundays just don't don't play well for him. But he'd be a fun, like, top 20 guy for me, Tomas Dietrich. Um, a few others, though, if I need to go longer shots. It is hard to see with the with it being this loaded. Um, I don't know if Grayson Sig's ready to win just yet, but he's he's definitely a top twenty material type guy for me. Uh, yeah, I don't see any winners down here, unfortunately. That's a shame. Yeah, it's, it, it, you know, it's not with the not with the top of the field. Those guys come out of there, so like, but you know, Sungjae at twenty actually has some value to it. Um, Harmon at thirty five, the way he's playing golf, it sounded crazy a few weeks ago. Not as crazy anymore, right? So yeah, we'll see. Should be, you know, it'll be a fun week. It's just a frustrating week because you only got shot track around one course. You can't really keep track of things, and it's hard yeah. to tilt properly. So, yeah. any final thoughts though, Jesse? As we wrap up a three golf course tournament, just keep an eye on that weather. Yeah, Thursday night can make it fun. Uh, we'll be in the Discord if you have any questions over there. Junkies is two weeks in. Lots of fun going on over there. A lot of people got in this year, which mm-hmm. is great to see. But if you have any questions, hit up Jesse on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. I'm at BD Entrick, and this was your always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the 2023 American Express. Catch you guys later.